Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Blue Hydrange is gone uh, Bye bye Maybe we'll see you in the next live She's gone. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We've still got that song stuck in our head. I'm going to incorporate into every episode. Song. That I'm gonna top, st- <laughs> top 35 single. Yes, that smash hit. It is. Break up. Was it both of them or just the Frock Destroyers one? It's just the Frock Destroyers one, right? Yeah, the Filth Harmony failed to chart. It failed Aww. to impress on Drag Race and it failed to impress the public. Poor but girls. Have... <laughs> Sorry, I'll never stop doing it. <laughs> So Blue's gone and they actually talk a lot about um, being sad that she's left compared to last week where they just completely ignored that Crystal had left. Um, so we're getting to the point now where enough people have left that we can look at who do we want to see on All Stars? Who do you want to see on All Stars? Blue seems like a very obvious choice because a lot of people thought she should be in the final. Oh, really? Yeah, because she'd, um, she'd done well in quite a few challenges. She was really been the surprise of the series now, don't you think? Yeah, I thought she was going to the final, but it just she wasn't going to beat Cheryl in a Cheryl lip sync, so... Exactly. Um, yes, yeah, so I think she would be the front runner, but I would like to see... I'd like to see Scaredy Cat, mainly because we just interviewed her. The lovely Scaredy Cat. <laughs> she was amazing. She's adorable. So you guys will be getting a Scaredy Cat, Scaredy Chat special coming out very soon. Um, but yeah, back to this episode. All the other queens are going in on Bagger uh, because last week she was unprepared, said she didn't know the words to the lip sync. Rightly so. And now that she didn't have to lip sync, she's saying, oh, actually, yeah, I would have totally slayed it. I would have given it my all. Um, do you think I was right then about my conspiracy? That she was kind of just saying that to get out of the lip sync? Oh, no, I think she's backtracking now, acting like she didn't tap out. She totally did. She did sound, She didn't know the words. She's full of shit. She She's is. A shape. She is. Um, so we enter the workroom. We've got top four now. Top four. Um, Cheryl is feeling fantastic despite being in the bottom last week. Classic. Every, <laughs> that's gonna be that, you could say that every episode. And she <laughs> says, We all deserve to be here. And DDC says, Well, <laughs> meaning Cheryl. Because she's the only one who hasn't won. Um, but yeah, she. do you think she's earned her place in the final four? Yes, she has. Well, because you are her number one I fan. I am her number one fan. I stand shell to death. And I, oh I, my God, our studio's falling apart. <laughs> it's like the, the force, blitz. <laughs> the force of my love for Cheryl has destroyed our studio. <laughs> you guys can't see us, but we basically record with a rug, a, a woolen rug over a table and a large orange cushion for sound, but it kind of looks like we've just made a little toddler lair. <laughs> and this is the first time it's all just started to fall apart. So now Moon is frantically running around putting together our little studio. It is. We just don't have that BBC budget. We do not. <laughs> yet. We're no Scarlet Moffat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm Cheryl's number one stan, and I got to see her this week at the Phoenix Arts Club. Yes. Shout out to Ophelia Love and Kitty Scott Claus, but on a good show. Yes. She was everything. I love her even more. I just adore her. And she did a Q&A. And didn't you get some tea? I did get some scalding hot tea. Are you allowed to share? I am. What do you want some tea from Cheryl? Here's some t- t- tea that Cheryl spilled. T- 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 tea. Her, um, her other Snatch Game choices were Amy Childs. Obvious, bit boring. Boring, yeah. Kim Woodburn. But she said there's no way she's going to do Kim Woodburn. If horrible, I- horrible girl. <laughs> Not <laughs> while I'm around. Who clearly <laughs> is the best at it. But she said there's no way she's going to do that in front of the Viv. No, that would be sacrilege. And then the fourth one, which now makes sense, given the whole Welsh impersonation I was going about, her fourth one was Charlotte Church, which I would have loved. Cheeky Vimto. 
<laughs> that would have been amazing. But her, G- her GC was definitely good. It was good. Oh, I love that tea. She said as well, obviously the, the Queen's not allowed to tell, when you get on Drag Race, you're not allowed to tell other people that you've got on the show. And apparently her excuse was to her mates, her dad is um, decking out a house in Mallorca and she's got to go over and needs loads of drag for it. She's not the best. <laughs> if anyone would believe that, it's people in Essex. So. <laughs> I know. Charlie, that biscuit you've eaten smells amazing. Oh my God, just went on my breath. What is it? Like a ginger biscuit? It's a dark chocolate and ginger biscuit. It's really yummy. Oh my God, it's kind of getting it's my me fav- off. If anyone wants to send me free stuff, send me dark chocolate and ginger biscuits because I freaking love them. Send me crystal meth. No, don't. Um, biscuits <laughs> is good. <laughs> and also a little, a little cheeky story she said. Um, in the hotel every morning, um, you could order your breakfast and they'd put it outside your room and they ordered ordered bacon rolls one morning and then they all came out and they're all gone and everyone's like where's all the bacon Bagger. rolls gone and something wong was like oh i don't know where they've gone and literally i catch up down her face and apparently it was like oh i don't know where they've gone they must have just not brought them today she was caught red-handed oh she red-chinned. was oh my god something wong. wong cheeky bacon roll lover cheeky fucking bitch there's some gossip for you all the scandal. Uh, we get even more shade because they do the puppet challenge. Love the puppet challenge. Love My favourite. And yet on the recent American seasons, they've been kind of skipping over it and not yeah. doing it, which is weird. But what they do skip over here is they miss off on every season they've done it in America. All the contestants go, everybody loves puppets. Charlie's leaned away from the mic because he's eating a biscuit right now. I don't want to ask ASMR this. Listen, I have been called out for so many burps on this podcast. So if you get a bit of shade for crunching your ginger dark chocolate biscuit, then that's just fucking karma. Oh, <laughs> oh God, we're p- puppet challenging each other. Um, so yeah, they all get assigned. I have to point out, I've always thought that they just get handed the puppet that the production wants them to have. Oh, I don't okay. think they reach through that hole and just randomly pick. I think they think, who's going to do this? Conspiracy. I know. I, I'm taking my conspiracy theories too far when I'm bringing it to the puppet challenge, which is the <laughs> least offensive thing ever. Um, but yeah, Bagger, she gets the Vivian. She does the Vivian doing Donald Trump and does China, vagina. China. Which is... Oh, um, no. China. No. That was quite good. Is it all right? China. <laughs> China. I know all the big words. <laughs> yeah, I grabbed her pussy. Can I do it? No. I don't know why I've descended into this. Actually, this is a good point to do our weekly segment while we're failing at things. Oh no, you got into my tongue pop. But it was so iconic last week forget. how bad it was. I always forget, like, to I practice. I never forget because it's the highlight of my week. And okay. you've just eaten that biscuit, that's not going to help. Oh no, it's not going to help. Okay, here we go. Here we go, people. Okay, right. Three. He's massaging his throat right now. I, I try really hard. Okay. That throat's been through worse. <laughs> Three. <laughs> oh, shit. This is be Three, awful. two, one. Oh, <laughs> no! It's the biscuit's fault. It's the biscuit's that fault. It sounded like a 70 year old fart. <laughs> no, that's a click, isn't it? You're just clicking, bitch. No, that's a click. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> Do you want me to that phone an like ambulance? I'm going to strike. Moon, get him in the Heimlich. Also, our other weekly segment, Moon, what is Moon wearing? Can we unzip, please? No, not that. Unzip. (laughs) No, Um, So we've got a lesbian kiss, which is two brides kissing on a white T-shirt. Is one of them Kate Middleton? Oh, it's Kate Middleton kissing Diana. Yeah. (gasps) I love that. Where did you get it from? Top Man. Some uh, nice threads. Bill. Bill made that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Our friend Bill is a... 
artist and he has made that t-shirt and it's amazing and I'm going to fucking ask for one for Christmas. Yeah. And also Moon is wearing... uh, He's never given me one. Uh, Moon is also wearing leopard print um, pumps, especially because we interviewed Scaredy Cat today. Yeah. As I mentioned. So yeah, Moon's now starting to dress up for this weekly segment and I am, I for one am living for it. Charlie? He's serving us looks. More than we are. <laughs> serving looks every week. Yeah, I, I'm not dressed well Thanks, today. Guys. But that's my brand. <laughs> um, next up, we deviate from the puppet challenge. Cheryl does bagger. She does her as a messy puppet that doesn't w- learn the words to lip sync songs. That's the Which tea. she doesn't. And then she throws bagger on the runway and shuts her gob saying, you're talking a bag of shite. And then I love when she just adds scene. I like know. she's just delivered a, a piece of Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> I think hers is my favourite. I'm guessing it's yours because you're Cheryl Hall stand number one. Uh, my, uh, my favourite puppet? No, I think um, I quite like Davina's. And she won. Rightly so, I thought. So Davina does Cheryl. She does an Essex accent and um, does, how do you think you've done in the competition, Cheryl? Shit! Which is quite accurate. Cheryl is being very self-deprecating about how her low performance on the cha- on the season so far. I do love that about her. So when um, yeah. when I saw her on Thursday, she was just talking about how shit she'd done, and how <laughs> she thought Blue and Crystal deserved to go further than her. That she is, is very humble queen. It's a very British quality. Because in yeah. America, no matter how badly they've done, they're like, I should have won. I should have gone all the way. I yeah. should have. in Britain, they're just like. Nah, I'm crap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I kind of like. It's very likable. But yeah, I, th- I thought Davina's was serviceable, but not the best. The Vivian, who you would expect to win, she does Davina, but does her Kim Woodburn impression. Cause Getting it we, in. We've barely heard that all season. <laughs> um, yeah, and she shows off Davina's red pubes and makes a chalky, dusty makeup gag. So she does some good visuals, but I thought she- you'd expect the Vivian to nail the... Um, Nail the voice, would you not? Yeah, she's such a good impressionist. Which, FYI, sorry to keep referencing the Scaredy Cat interview when it's not out yet, but something to look forward to is her impression of Davina. It is so spot on. It's really, really good. She impersonated quite a few of the queens during our special with her, and um, she was eerily accurate. It made me think, if, Uncanny. if she got to Snatch Game, we could have been in for quite a treat. Um, so yeah, Davina wins. Uh, I don't agree, but it doesn't really matter. It's just the puppet challenge. Uh, but she certainly enjoys the winning. Goes, I'm fucking great. <laughs> That's my um, Davina laugh. Cheryl takes it as a win for herself because she was impersonated because she needs to win something. I love that. Although, may I remind Cheryl and everyone that she did win the mini dancing challenge. So she has won something. She has won a little mini challenge. Yeah, and I think um, that's a good point for us to go to a break. So uh, we're going to be featuring an advert from my friend Katrina Innes, whose book The Matchmaker is out soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Have you ever been tempted to lie about your life online? That's what Caitlin Carter does, except she's built an entire business on it. And now it's about to come tumbling down. The Matchmaker, the debut novel by me, Katrina Innes, is out on November the 28th, published by Trapeze. It's a story of love, loss and loneliness in an era of social media and dating apps. I've been told it makes people laugh and cry, so get your pre-orders in now. Thank you. Bye-bye. We're back. We're back, back, back again. Are we back with that? (laughs) I love that. Unplanned at the same time. Um, that's like in the lip syncs when they're like, oh my God, we did a split at the same time. It's like, well, obviously you did. <laughs> and obviously we're going to say that because it's, what else are you going to say? Um, they find out that their families are part of the maxi pad challenge. And first up we get, dum, 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 Bagger's mum comes out. Yeah. Who would have thought this was going to lead to so much drama? drama. Um, yeah, Bagger, it starts off actually, 
um, not <laughs> foreshadowing what's to come with Bagger saying, I know my mum looks younger than me. So it starts off with a compliment. Yeah. It's the, it's the last compliment <laughs> she gets <laughs> of the day. <laughs> um, yeah, she seems quite calm about seeing her mum. Yeah, although she does mention she doesn't get to see her mum a lot, suggesting they're not that close right at the start. Yeah, what, on the, I've watched it twice, and on the second rewatch, I was looking for these things, and there were clues there that were this little... was coming. Uh, Davina, on the other hand, when she sees her pregnant sister, what's her name? Cassie? No, that's uh, Vivian's mum. Oh, the Cassie, yeah. Um, I've forgotten her name, but let's just call her pregnant sister. Pregnant. <laughs> or Delisha, as she becomes. Uh, they cry and do the whole, yeah, emotional thing. Uh, would you Would you get emotional if it was... If you were in this situation and your family came out, not came out as gay, <laughs> would be shocked. I'd be like, Dad, what's going on? <laughs> um, really on TV? Um, <laughs> well, I don't have any sisters, so it'd have to be my mum. Yeah, I don't. I think I'd be petrified of what she's going to say. I'd be like, "We're on national TV, please, please do not swear." <laughs> Can you imagine if they brought up Madge? Oh my gosh, Madge would not have a clue where she is. <laughs> I live. We've got a lot of feedback for people loving Madge. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> From our Thursday episodes. Was that what she was first mentioned? Or was I it don't on? know, Matt. I'll have to but bring yeah, Madge back. I think we're going to have to interview her at some point. She's 89 on Wednesday, everyone. So happy birthday to her. Send her some ginger biscuits. Well, they're for Charlie, but... <laughs> um, I think that I wouldn't get... I mean, if my mum came out, I think I'd... Same as you, I'd be worried more than anything. And I yeah. think that's what someone mentions later. Like, when it's your family, you immediately go into... Protective, worrying about yeah. them, protective mode, and it's suddenly the competition is no longer the most important thing. It's yeah. like, shit. This shit just got real. Uh, but the Vivian is happy when she sees her mum Cassie come in. They cry, and um, Rue calls her the Cassie, which I love. It's cute. And then we get Cheryl Hall's sister Gina coming out, and it's like, oh my god, of Co- course. Of course, she's called Gina. And of course, she looks just like Cheryl Hall. <laughs> and love she's it. a classic Essex girl. Um, she says, thank god it's her and not mum. Um, yeah, I think if I could choose anyone, I'd probably choose my dad to come on the show. Oh, genuinely. really? Once my dad came to visit and as a joke, put on false eyelashes and lipstick. <laughs> I came down to London just wearing them. So I think there's a drag queen lurking in there somewhere. <laughs> and he's just like a natural performer. Like when he's in a restaurant, he just starts kind of putting on a set for everyone around him. Oh. No one's asked for it. No one enjoys it, but he does it anyway. <laughs> so I think he'd be maybe suited to drag race. Um, Rue informs them that they're being transformed into sickening drag queens, um, which is not the first time it's happened on the show. Uh, we on All Stars 2, um, the makeover challenge, which is kind of iconically famous. Yeah. Because Alaska had the tantrum to end all tantrums when she was in the bottom. They brought out their mums for that one. Roxy got her grandma. Um, oh, yeah. Alaska had her mum. Did... And Detox had her sister and Alyssa had her sister. Yeah. Yeah, so they've done this before. So they're recycling some of the challenges, but oh. we're all for recycling here in the in the age of climate yes, change. Yes, Greta Thunberg, come through. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite makeover of all the makeup? You got a particular favourite? I'm going to just say this off the bat. I'm not a huge fan of the makeover challenge. I oh. tend to find it quite boring. I tend to find it quite just like the producers manipulate it a lot and like often the judging on it is a bit weird and it's just really not one of my ones I look forward to. It's always near the end of the season and I always think it coincides with a bit of a lull and I don't think this was a huge exception. Yeah. Do you do you like it? No, I'm never really a huge fan. I feel like it does depend on what person the contestant gets, who they get mm. paired with. Um, yeah, I'm never a huge fan. My favourite moment was, who did Whore Charter? Who's, don't you remember that? And who looked, was it Coco Montrese? 
who just looked busted. And I it was think, like, poor Horchata, man. Was it? I remember when Chi Chi Devane did hers and hers looked busted. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think my favourite one was probably when they did the um, social media guys. Oh, yes. What season was that? Season 10. And, and Miss Cracker and Miss Cookie. And the, uh, the guy was quite hot. Oh, uh, yes. I liked that one. But usually I find it quite shit. So, yeah, I'm setting off on a negative tone for this yeah. episode. <laughs> Luckily, it's saved by the drama that Bagger brings, but we'll get to that. Um, Davina is catching up with her sister. She says she was a dick to other people in the competition. Do you think that um, she's been quite I don't th- accurate there? I don't feel like she has been a dick. Am I going mad? I don't think she was a dick, but I definitely think she, she got in her own head and showed a side of herself that was less desirable. But in a way, I think that's made her more relatable. Gotcha. We've seen her shaken, we've seen her shooketh. Shooketh. <laughs> unvulnerable, which um, we've all had vulnerable moments. I sound like I'm hinting at something very dark in my past <laughs> there. Um, and Davina's thrilled that she's bringing two people onto the runway as her sister is pregnant and they're going to be the Brighouse Massive. So I was actually in Huddersfield this week. Um, Big up Huddersfield. Everyone is backing DDC. So it feels kind of like when you're on the X Factor or something and someone from your hometown is on and everyone's just like putting up signs and stuff. Uh, that, that's not that? actually happening, <laughs> but I just imagine that's the feeling in the air. They used to do that, didn't they? So they say, well, like, they go back to their hometown on a bus. Don't you remember? Go back to your old school and yeah. everyone who used to bully is like, woo, we're voting for you. Yeah. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love it. I kind of haven't appreciated throughout this competition the fact that Davina is from the same place as me and I want to see her win because we don't have a lot of good things coming out of Huddersfield. It's just like me and the female Doctor Who. That's about it. And poverty. (laughs) (laughs) We actually invented poverty. (laughs) Um, Cheryl thinks that she's got this one in the bag, (laughs) which I feel like she says every episode and so far. Good for her. Get on the self-confidence. Sometimes delusion is the key. It is. Other times, as proved by this episode, it's not. Well... She was scuppered. She was. By a, by a zip. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Uh, she says she wants to wear a bodysuit, despite the fact that Michelle hates bodysuits. Um, and then we get the Vivian asking her mum if she, if she shaved her minge. Is this weird? I mean, I would never, ever talk about my mum's minge. I would never talk about my mum's minge. And if I did, I would use a different word. Yeah. Like in my house, we call it a Florence. A Florence? Yeah. A machine? <laughs> If you use a dildo, it's Florence in the machine. The machine. <laughs> no, that's just what my mum called it. My mum called it a Florence and a doodle when I was young. And then when I went to school and teach to be like, oh, are you doing a doodle? I'd be like, <laughs> and like, absolutely not. No. <laughs> um, but Filth. Yeah, but I don't, Filth. But I don't know. For me, like, apart from the C word, I would say minge is like the most graphic or pussy you could use. So it wouldn't be what I'd use in front of my mum. But (laughs) fortunately fortunately for the Vivian, the spotlight is not on her in terms of inappropriateness with your mum because we have... No, because no one's going to top what Bagger did. No one's going to top Bagger, period, I think. Uh, Bagger tells her mum to stop being so shy straight away. And I have to point out, like, telling someone they're shy never helps them. I hate that. I hate when... Do you know if you're just not feeling at a party? (laughs) No, but at a party, if someone says, you're being quiet... Oh, it gets it gets my goat. It's basically like, well, I'm going to leave then. I'm not just suddenly yeah. going to be like, <laughs> oh, it's very irritating. Um, but Bagger is panicking. She's saying that they're going to do like a Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner illusion. Uh, but her mum doesn't watch the Kardashians, and Bagger's like rolling her eyes, getting exasperated. Um, do you like the Kardashians? I've never seen the Kardashians. 
I've never seen a full episode. I think I once watched a clip where they had a monkey in the house. There was a chimp and like Chris Jenner was carrying it around. And I was like, <laughs> I think I've got the measure of the show and don't need to see it anymore. <laughs> I did actually interview Kim Kardashian once, years ago, kind of before she was very famous, but she wasn't what she is now. Yeah, she Kanye. She'd yet... No, she was with Kanye, but she hadn't broke the internet. And I feel okay. like after that is when she became something else. So she was famous, but she was genuinely one of the most boring people I've ever interviewed, which I kind of understand because like anything she said that was interesting would have been twisted into a story by yeah. me. But like, it was like just interviewing a fucking cushion. <laughs> and I, it was before her arse implants. So I couldn't even be like interested in that. So yeah, it feels like a quite a squandered opportunity now. But um, yeah, Rue walked through, does the walk through. She congratulate, uh, congratulates Davina's sister on the baby. And finds out they're two of seven siblings. Seven. Bloody hell, seven dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> Would be in my family. Um, how many siblings do you have? I've got an older brother. That's it. Just the two of us. What would you like it if he was brought onto like as a surprise in the challenge? No, because he's short and wider than me. <laughs> Are you not going to make over that? I'm not going to make over that. Did he used to beat you up when you were younger? No, no one beat me up. I'm too hard. I beat you up yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I had two younger brothers and I beat them up a lot. Even though you're the oldest, I'm the oldest. Everyone thinks I'm not because I'm shorter than my middle. Um, but I'm <laughs> say, <laughs> that sounded really weird. I'm the same height as my youngest brother. But yeah, I think there's a a mentality thing that even though I'm short and gay, because I'm the oldest brother, I can always beat them up. Yeah, yeah. One of them listens, so he's probably gonna send me some hate for that. But <laughs> he's in Australia, so what are you gonna do, Jack? Down under. <laughs> they talk about how the queens um, used to dress, want to be ladies as children. Big shocker. So, <laughs> uh, Bagger's mum says that she wants to be a lady at five. Um, I can relate because I used to wear my mum's dressing gown at that age and I used to put makeup on and I called it Zappy Was. Zappy Was? That's what I called makeup. I used to make up words for things. Oh. Well, my mum was going around calling a vagina a Florence. So I guess I just Zappy decided was. we call stuff what we want. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't become a drag queen. Do you have any friends growing up? <laughs> with your lonely you child? You know the answer to that. <laughs> no one plays with the boy with zappy was all over it. Um, I love a bit of zappy was all over my face. <laughs> TMI. Uh, her mum is really nervous, but Bagger's been, in her words, very, very harsh. Um, and Rue finds out that uh, Gina taught Cheryl to do her makeup. And she reminds Cheryl that she needs a badge. I thought it was a cheeky when RuPaul's like, you're not a, you're not afraid of any foundation, are you, love? <laughs> I was like, all right, RuPaul. It's a good job she's got thick skin because Gina has a tough episode of it. Really. Yeah. She keeps a smile on her face. Did you think at this point that Cheryl might get her win? Yeah, I thought she was going to win. I... And, uh, well, foreshadowing, I think she maybe deserved her win. Oh, yeah, a lot of people have opinions on this. Oh, see, so you did it oh, there. If it comes time. organically, <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> but it's the power of Cheryl. <laughs> But um, I I did think she was going home. I thought there's no way Cheryl's going to make the top three. So I maybe that's why I was less shocked. But we shall get to that later. RuPaul, as Charlie would say, meets the <laughs> RuPaul meets the Cassie, who reveals that the Viv used to wear her sister's tutu at five. And um, Ru's fishing for drama. Like, is everyone in the family happy about the Vivian? I know. <laughs> like, looking for some scandal. She's like, yeah, we're all proud of her. Ru's like, fuck. Well, I feel like in um, the American one, there's always someone that like, was kicked out of my house and that. Where I feel like it's, we, I feel like we're so much more accepting in the UK. And RuPaul's very disappointed by it. Yeah. Like, I want to get my BAFTA. Where's the tears? <laughs> someone. I'm your mother Oh my now. God, if this wins a BAFTA, how cool. I think it will. 
everyone will tune in, all the gays will tune into the BAFTAs. I think it's the reality TV category, and I think, does Bake Off usually win that, or Strictly? Actually, yeah. I don't think Drag Race would win. Well, we shall see, and we'll do a special podcast today. <laughs> um, we get Bagger teaching her mum how to slut drop. Can you slut drop? Oh, no, I'm quite inflexible. <laughs> well, you just have to, like, drop to me. <laughs> Hello, you fellas. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's on my Tinder profile. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at slut dropping. Oh, are you? Well, yeah. that's because you're a slut. No, it's just, I, I think it's actually partly because I'm short. I think you just don't have as far to fall. So I think if you Your tall, center of gravity is lower. Yeah, I just have to drop a few inches. <laughs> We've all dropped a few inches every now and then. But yeah, I, I do think my years are numbered in terms of, I'll always be able to get down. I don't know how much longer I'll be able to get back up. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm going to keep doing it as much as possible to my knees give way. I certainly feel very old now after interviewing Scaredy Cat, who... Explain to us what FOMO was. <laughs> Never felt so fucking ancient. Uh, we get Davina teaching her sister to walk in heels. It's really funny watching a man teach a woman how to walk in heels. You're like, how have we got to this stage? How do they know what shoe size to bring? Oh, that's a good point. So she... Conspiracy! Oh, yeah. Well, Scaredy Cat just... I keep referencing this interview. I'm sorry, we're promoting the hell out of it. But she didn't know who was going to be what for her. Yeah. So there must be an element of secrecy to it. Maybe the production... Oh, do it. T, Cheryl said her mum and her sister were both waiting in the wings. Her mum had her bag packed and then they brought her sister in. So they do prepare more than one person. Oh, that is good tea. Yeah. I've got all the tea this week, I live. I have, but then... I don't, yeah, how do you know what shoes? Maybe they provide... I don't know. I'm going to message Scaredy Cat and find out. We now have a full source to get all this tea. Yes. And um, we get Bagger saying... <laughs> We're really good at keeping our sources secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shows my journalism background. How good I am at that. Uh, Bagger says that her mum is shy for the hundredth time and drag queens aren't shy. I dispute this. Dispute. Because um, we've on. had Cameron. Oh yeah, quiet we've queen. We've had Gothy Kendall even on this season. Oh, I miss her. James Mansfield. Is it Manfield or Mansfield? Mansfield. Mansfield. Yeah, there's been lots of shy drag queens. So I don't think that could hold, should hold Bagger's mum back at all. Oh, so she's not a drag queen. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Leave like, her alone. That's the challenge. But pointing out that someone isn't qualified is not really going to build their confidence. Uh, Cheryl puts her sister in a bodysuit but says the four way stretch really isn't working on my sister, God bless her. I should really let you do the Cheryl <laughs> as soon as you have the accent. But. Disaster happens. Disaster strikes. They break the zip. I can't believe this. Cheryl says you shouldn't have had all those double cheeseburgers. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it is disaster. I mean, we never really, we don't get to see what I they know, would have I know, because it looked like a midnight blue or something. Because what we see later is that the face was undeniable. Yeah. There are some pictures they've put on Instagram where I literally can't tell who was who. So it all came down to the outfit and it's such a shame for them that Fortune did not smile on them in that moment and that's I it, know right? but um I still think they turned it but that's a debate we'll have to have later um so Cheryl is teasing her sister about the cheeseburgers but th- this is the kind of thing of families do tease each other yeah completely it's that with the bagger thing but it's something about the way you say it and the love and the the bond you have and that seems very like brother and sister whereas yeah, what we get later with Bagger doesn't seem that way. Mm. But yeah, Cheryl's having a breakdown. And we get to Elimination Day, um, where the Vivian is talking to her mum about um, drag being like putting on a superhero costume. Have you, have you actually done drag? I've never done drag in my life. Oh my God, with your cheekbones. I know, so I do have good cheekbones. 
and big eyes. Thank you, Dr. Zizou. Um But no, I would love, if someone's put me in drag, I would love it. I've been offered, my friend this week offered me actually. Um, so you have no idea what it feels like. You might take to it. People always start with trepidation and then end up being like. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to look busted. I don't want to do it if I looked good. It's very hard to look good on your first time. I know. I have looked busted many times, but I will admit I um, relate to the Vivian on this. Like when you are in drag, even as busted as I was, I did feel like a superhero. I remember I was in Leeds and we were, me and my friend were being paid to be in drag and um, hand out flyers. And even though it was like handing out flyers and not the most glamorous work, I was just strutting around like I was Queen of Sheba. We were smoking and I was just holding out cigarettes to people and just men were appearing with lighters. I didn't even have to ask anyone. Like I didn't buy a single drink, let people just buy them. You just feel like a fucking star. You are a star. Sound like Cheryl. And I'm a star. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Vivian notices that Bagger and her mum aren't as close as she and her mum. But yeah... (laughs) That's just the nature of families, isn't it? Like, it no, is. I feel like she's almost being a bit smug about that in that moment. No, but like some people, you know, text and call their mum every single day. Some people don't see their mum. Some people don't see their mum like three times a year. I think it depends. I call my mum once a week. And if she calls me again after that, I assume there's been an emergency. So yeah. Like, We've done this now. My <laughs> mum texts me. Should I read? I'll quickly read out this text my mum sent me the other day, right? It was like, Charlie, you are a rude, spoiled little brat. It wasn't that from me. <laughs> Let's see. You need to stop being a drama queen and man up. <laughs> it's not, I've got, not got a crystal ball to look in and tell me what's happening in your life. It's not on and very rude. <laughs> That's from Tracy. I am Team Tracy. Hi, <laughs> <am> Team Tracy. <laughs> and on that note, uh, we're going to take a short break where we're going to uh, do some of our weekly shout outs for people who've been sharing. So thank you for doing that. And as ever, please, everyone listening, share and tell your friends about the podcast and you'll be in next week's shout outs. There aren't many left now for the drag race recap so get him in thank you get him in thank you creative electric cocktails and cook dogs amazing blog yeah amanda at pitch clinic sunil and jack cross our friends at rpdr drag race drag race rue uk fucking hell that's a mouthful follow them on instagram guys yes please do and i'll say it better next week ruby violet nikki boy amy levy andrea 1641 Barney UK, Dancing with the Devil, Cecily Tension, and Ollie Michaels 96. We love you all and thank you for the we support. We do love you all. Thank you so much, guys. United Queendom. We get RuPaul <laughs> walking <laughs> out looking shamazing. Um, shamazing, is that what Nicole Scherzinger used to that say? That is a Nicole Scherzinger phrase. That's um, showing my dated references there. But she does look good. She had a, a bit of a wobbly week last week, I thought. But this week... This week she's about the face this week. Kudos to Raven. Stunning. The face and the hair this week. I think Dress is gorgeous. I think I'm not so. The shoe is bad. You know I'm a shoe queen. You are a shoe. I'm a shoe queen. The shoe is bad. I got shoes for you. The face and the hair on it. Perfection. Oh, I miss the shoes. I want to see them now. They're like a little strappy heel. Her teeth are so white as well. I think she's been bleached. Probably got it done at the same time as her asshole. Oh, you can (laughs) get that done at the same time. Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> uh, we get Alan Carr saying he wants to be Rue's slutty aunt and Rue goes you are <laughs> I liked that moment we get um, introduced to Michaela Cole on the judging panel were you familiar with her? yeah she's amazing and I think looking gorgeous that outfit is so fabulous some of them make no effort you get Megan Trainer coming on in a onesie but oh, she looks, looks stunning sorry another burp <laughs> another, another gassy burp. Weekly... 
Um, I've I tried to watch Chewing Gum though, and I found it like kind of annoying. Oh, Is that what you mainly know her from? She's in Chewing Gum. She was in Black Earth Rising. She actually usually rocks a shaved head. Oh, so really? all this hair is actually quite different for her. She's beautiful. She's got a great new drama coming out. Um, she says, can I call you mother? And Rue says, sure, or call me Jiggly. So I like the fact that they're comfortable just referencing the American show, especially because judging by the weekly explanation of what Shantae and Sachet means, you sometimes think that they're <laughs> acting as if we've never seen the show before. But I like these references. Um, the Maxi Challenge... It plays out on the runway. So first up, we get Cheryl Hole and Sissy Hole coming out. Love it. I th- I did think when they walked out, oh, they've nailed this. When they came out, I was like, they've won. I turned to the bloke I was with and I was like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> remain nameless. Beep. Uh, beep. <laughs> That's controversial. Um, uh, I've forgotten his name. It's <laughs> uh, called Thursday. Um, <laughs> I thought they'd won. Genuinely, they walked out. I was like, they've won. Uh, Cheryl's she gold fringe amazing. is so gorgeous. I love that. And I thought... Well, that's the backup outfit. I thought her body was right. It was yeah, curvy. Snatched. It was gorgeous. The choreography was on point. The hair, how the hair, like, their partings went diff- the opposite way to each other. Yeah. I thought they'd won. Jenny thought they'd won. I thought it was gorgeous. I thought they were fabulous. And I love that they said two holes are better than one. Mm-hmm. That was a cute tagline. The Vivian and her mother came out. I thought this was, like, a really solid makeover. Yeah. Like, it didn't wow me. It wasn't amazing, but it was good. Like, I love Vivian's look. Yeah, she looks cool. She looks gothic. She looks sophisticated and, like they say, regal. Yeah. It and was the, a little bit Hocus Pocus vibes for the mum. Yeah, I did think It was a little focus. bit Ben Midler. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with being a bit bad. Bit, 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 bit Midler. Bit, bit Midler. <laughs> um, Rue says, Appalance, another throwback reference, which yeah. I love. And we get Davina and Delicia DeCampo coming out. Um, I, I must admit, I didn't like the outfit. I did not like this at all. It was rubbish. It was just boring. It didn't fit right. It was cheap. And I don't like they were exactly the same as each other. Yes. That's what I think, people. I just don't like, yeah. Were you impressed by the bump? No, I wasn't impressed by the bump. The shoes are horrid. <laughs> Ugh. Do you know, weirdly, I agree with everything you're saying, but for some reason I did know that Davina was going to win. Oh, I feel like... So there must have been the, something that was good because I, I, I did predict she was going to win. But yeah, I, I don't think there was... I didn't like the outfit at all. I liked the dance and the fact they, they gave it some energy. Um, but then to go from that to um, Bagger and Sack of Spuds, oh, I just thought it was heinous. This was a crime. I thought it was offensive. And not just what she did to her mum. Like, I, I don't like Bagger's... How she's done her own makeup. Her hair is not styled properly. It's just like she stuck the wig on. Do you know what I mean? It's just a little bit of hair. It just looks like she's doing Liza again. And everyone talks about Tavina's ashy face, but I think uh, Bagger's face looks really like grey and drab. Yeah, and it's just quite. She doesn't transform. I know everyone said in the first episode it was like boy Bagger looks like girl Bagger. Yeah, but it kind of is. Her face doesn't transform in drag. T. The way like that Cheryl's does. God, we agreed on a lot of this. We did. Um, so we get the critiques and Cheryl and Sissy, Alan compares Cheryl to Posh and the Spice Girls as in lagging behind, which obviously you'll be offended by because that's our fiercest mm-hmm. debate we've had a on the podcast debate. was when I suggested Posh couldn't sing. No, because Jerry is the one. We can't get feel vindicated two of this. Ding, ding, ding. Although I feel vindicated now that everyone seems to hate Jerry. <laughs> Some people, yeah, people hate Jerry, but a lot of people messaged me saying they agreed with me. And by a lot, I mean one. <laughs> and it was, yeah, my mum. 
But um, Michelle compliments the choreo, but says she doesn't like the outfit. So straight away, we know she's not winning now. But it's so... Are we getting into this now? Because, yeah. listen, I feel like the critique of makeover challenges is so arbitrary, depending on what storyline they're trying to push. Yeah. And some years it's like, you've dressed exactly the same. That's not what the challenge was. Yeah. And some years it's like, oh no, you dressed exactly the same. That's what we want. It's it completely so depends on what who they want to eliminate or not. I think that is one of the main purposes of the makeover challenge is for them to choose their final three and have a a challenge that they can mould into whatever they want. And I do find it manipulative and irritating. Because it is, if you understand, we want family resemblance. Like, we just want to do exact same outfits. Is that what they want? Yeah. It's like, um, didn't Cameron Michaels do exact same outfits with different colours? Yeah, yeah, and, and she was uh, in the bottom too. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we don't want that. Thank God she was, though, because we got one of my favourite lip syncs on the show, oh, which amazing. is Good As Hell, which is only now becoming a hit, weirdly. I know. It was on, like, two years ago. Big up to Lizzo. But yeah, it did piss me off. I was like, ugh, it's so arbitrary. You're not loving it. Um, we get the critiques for the Viv and the mother. The mother. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Alan Carr says the hair is like a Pekingese. It um, is. Like and the mother even admits she would have rather had the Vivian's wig. So I'd have been like, Mom, shut up. Like, don't, <laughs> don't give them bad content to work with. But I think it's safe to say she's not going to be in the bottom for this. Um, we get Davina and Delicious. Uh, so hard to say Delicia. Davina and Delicia, uh, their critiques. Uh, Michaela says she didn't know which one was which. Which. It was just, I was angry. It's just awful. And generally after the runway, I turned to Thursday, who I was with, and I said, <laughs> um, I was like, oh, Davina's in the bottom two. I generally think it's bottom two worthy. I could tell she wasn't going to be in the bottom. I think you can tell by just the way the judges react. They all seemed quite happy when she was, um, when she was playing it up. Um, Alan says they look like two sexy patio heaters, which I didn't really get the reference, but Alan's I got so- a huge laugh when I was in the bar, and I don't... It's not his best joke. Honestly, it's Alan's voice because I once met Alan Carr years ago, the first time I met him and I was so happy to meet him because I'd been a big fan and he was like talking to me about the weather outside and I was like pissing myself laughing and he's like, I'm not saying anything funny. And I was like, oh my God, that's so true. You hadn't actually made a joke. He was just like, (laughs) it's raining outside. And I was like, ah! Because he's just got a funny voice. He doesn't even have to say anything. But um, they all live for the um, pregnant bellies. And Michelle, yeah, gives DDC the critique that her face is grey and ashy. So I only notice when she says it. Like, I never look at Davina and see anything wrong with her no. face. But then when Michelle says that, they do a close-up and I'm like, oh, yeah, I yeah. do see the point. Um, we get to Bagger and Saka. Oh, oh here we go. Here this, we this go. This is where the shit really hits the fan and it kicks off. And this is probably going to be maybe Bagger's most defining moment on the show. I know. Which is sad considering she's done so much good stuff, but this... Feels like it's um, gonna stick with her for a while. She thinks it's surpassed much better. <laughs> yeah, this is much worse. We haven't done a much better this episode. Much better. I think it's been so overused now, and especially <laughs> when once Bagger started referring to it herself within the same season. Yeah, I was like, way to kill the catchphrase. <laughs> it's the new Hallelujah now, where it's like it's been done to death by the person who did it. I think that's going for very, 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 very harsh. Very, very harsh. Yes. Um, but Bagger, yeah, she starts talking about her mum, and this is where things get uncomfortable oh she says it's hard to dress a woman of a certain age she's got a bit of a tum uh didn't want to look like she was pregnant like davina's sister 
And then, like, we get the shady noises and everyone's kind of looking a bit shocked, but she just carries on. I'm like, if I had a younger girl, because it is harder to dress a woman of a certain age, and she's timid and she's she's blind as a bat, and, like, everyone is just... Oh, it's oh, so awkward. I know. And Cheryl confirmed it was just as awkward on stage. I bet it was even worse. worse. It probably went in for even longer, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And then we get like what I consider quite a nice redeeming moment. Cause in this moment, we're all feeling sorry for Bagger's mum. Like it just feels like she's already out of her comfort zone. She's already shy. She's already um, kind of being fed to the dogs. And then she gets her son kind of yeah. thrown under the bus. But I feel like the judges throw her a nice moment by, they ask her a question, do you feel less shy? And she shows up her sex tape. Yeah. And it gets a big laugh and it's like, see if you give her space to just talk and don't yeah. talk over her. She's proving that she is likable. Cause I wasn't even noticing that she seemed any shyer or more timid than anyone else till Bagger kept pointing it out. I feel like, here's my psychological take on this. <laughs> Charlie's couch. Bagger convinced herself now she's gone into the bottom and just wanted to blame, she was just shifting the blame to someone else. But that never works on Drag Race. I know. Whenever you make excuses. If anything, I think sometimes people get credit for just owning up to their mistakes. And it was just so surprising because usually when someone blames someone else on Drag Race, it's another contestant. Yeah. You, but to, to have your mum there and to kind of, I mean, really, she's having a go at the show. Like, it's not fair that I had to make over a, an older woman and some people got sisters. And there is a point to that. But it's just like the way she worded it felt very personal against her mum. Yeah. Who, with those eyebrows, I mean, that's not her fault. No oh. matter what age you are, you do not draw a big fucking Sharpie eyebrow on someone. She looks like a dog's dinner. Oh my God. RuPaul says, don't take it out on the eyebrows. <laughs> Nothing. So, so we get back to Untucked. We hope that that's the end of the tension and the uncomfortable moment. Alas, not yet. Um, but just before Bagger carries on, DDC says that um, she's proud that she brought the youngest contestant on Drag Race and no one will ever be younger. I think that's wrong because we had Scaredy Cat, who I think is possibly Young, younger than the that four man. Um, But then we get back to Bagger and now she's dissing her mum again. She's talking about how she should have had eye surgery. Um, I think it's lucky that she's blind so she shouldn't have to see the outfit she's oh, wearing God. and the eyebrows. Um, the Vivian says in her confessional, her mum would be hurt. She says she doesn't think Bagger means it, but she is hurting her feelings. And she, I like the fact that in the untucked section, she tells Bagger to apologise to her mum. Yeah. Um, but this is the point where, because I don't think she's noticed at this point, um, that Bagger realises what's happening in terms of, oh shit, I'm looking bad. Yeah. Because she's been ranting and kind of been oblivious to what everyone's saying. And now she says, you've made me look a right cow. And then, and then the worst timing ever, Bagger's mum starts crying. I know, it's so, it just gets worse and worse and worse. I know, and then she can't even comfort her mum. Like, so they go for a hug and then she's like, oh, watch me lashes. And then, like, oh. I think DDC sums it up the best. She's in her confessional, just says, you've made her feel like shit. This is not her, it's you. Do you agree with that? Yeah, it's just Bagger lashing out, thinking like, I'm in the bottom two and I've got lip sync. I'm just trying to blame. She never takes responsibility. Yeah. But last week... It's kind of like she throws in the towel, like with the lip sync. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'll throw in the towel quickly before you say I was shit or whatever. Well, I, her mum, I wanted to just read out this message. Her mum, Josephine Botfield. Botfield, is that Bagger's last name? Oh my God. Botfield. Bagger's mum's got a Twitter. Yeah. Oh, look at that guy follow her, people. She'll be on season three now. Um, she has tweeted saying, I wasn't humiliated and my son is one of the kindest people I know. 
I think he was just gutted because he knew he was in the dance-off. I love that she calls it the dance-off. <laughs> the dance-off. <laughs> um, and panicked. Please don't judge him off that one episode. I love him to bits. So she's defending it. Um, it feels like, I don't know how appropriate this is to even speculate about, but it feels like um, there's more to this story than meets the eye between Bagger and her mum. Yeah. Do you think that's reading into it too much? No, I think so. And I do defend Bagger when she was like, everyone's like, you only met her today. They've known her for one day. He's known her all supposedly 29 years. <clears throat> yeah, and there's no... <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Since 1929, I think. Yeah. Um, I I think, yeah, you're right. Like, there's no standard way that families have to behave around each other. No. But it is just weird when someone treats a member of their family in a way that's so different to how you would. Yeah. But yeah, Bagger says, no one knows the relationship we've got. They're presuming. Um, we just laugh at all that stuff, but not being funny, Bagger. I didn't see her laughing. Crying her eyes out. Crying her eyebrows off. Thank God. Uh, we get to the deliberations. Um, they're saying that Cheryl and Gina are just regular slacks. I didn't like that. I think I, 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 I give him a part. I think she's RuPaul not quite understanding slag. I think it means like... Like bimbo. I yeah, or something. I think, I don't know. I found it a bit concerned like, oh, they like, like regular slag. Yeah, I wasn't so keen on it. I'm sure they're proud slags. Do you see yourself as a super slag or a regular slag? I'm... What am I... I'm a new... new slag? <laughs> You're an old slag. I'm actually a new to slagging. <laughs> to slag, is that the verb? I think I'm a super slag. I think my reputation precedes me, I like to think. <laughs> um, Michelle says this is Davina's strongest night. Obviously, Absolutely not. You're um, horrified by this. She, also, Michelle's... Can I just say, Michelle's face this episode is stunning. Beat! Oh, my God. Michelle needs to come and say she would win the challenge. Her face back is in season gorgeous. Three when she started, how busted she was oh. on TV. Oh, she's come a long, long Michelle, way, baby. Do you think it's the? Oh, should she bring her makeup parts over or not? But say whoever does the makeup this series, it is stunning. I think as the years have gone on, she's been given more of a budget for a higher level of makeup artist. Oh my god! And I think it's just like the longer you're on TV, the more you know what works for you and what yeah. doesn't. And what she's doing is working. It is gorgeous. Is it the Strictly final this week? Oh, she's doing Vogue. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It, it just came. <laughs> Come on, Vogue. <laughs> I can't wait for that. It's going to be amazing. Cause I very rarely accept that anyone is as big a Madonna fan as me. But if anyone is, honestly, I think Michelle Visage is a massive, yeah. massive Madonna fan. So she will be living my dream and I will be supporting her. Um, Rue says that the pregnant part of Davina's outfit was a stroke of genius and they could take it on the road. Was it a stroke of genius? I think RuPaul goes really over the top with how good this is. It's, it's, I think it's just for storyline purposes, isn't it? Because that way they all have three badges, don't they? So it's like, exactly. Let's, so it's contriving it. Which I do think is it exciting. Was, as I put on Instagram, this episode was rigor morris. It was Rigor Morris, girl. It was Rigor Morris. Who's Morris? Morris. (laughs) Classic Alyssa. Rigor Morris. Yeah, the fact Rue loves this this much, it's not even the first time someone's been pregnant on Drag Race. They did a whole challenge where everyone was pregnant. And the first person who did it was Milk, who got red for it. I know. So it just seems... It is rigged. Rigged. The patch is pulled. Exactly. And Michelle says behind her back that Bagger said things unnecessarily. And Rue speculates, as we did, that there was unfinished business between Bagger and her mum. But then Alan says the point that we referenced earlier, which was when you're filming with your mum, you're protecting her and you're not really there. You're not yourself. Yeah. So I do think that's an interesting thing about this challenge. It adds a whole different dynamic as to like, it's very emotional. It's very personal and it must be very hard to do this. Yeah. So I sympathize, but I think we can all agree that was not 
the way no um i they they call it bagatage which i almost named this episode but instead i went with mummy queerist which i thought was quite cute oh my god have you seen mummy dearest I've never seen it, but I've oh seen it parodied so many it times. It is so good. I think I watched a YouTube clip of, like, the best bits. In the boardroom. The boardroom. Don't fuck with me, fellas. <laughs> See, I That's just not know... my the, first time just, at the rodeo. I just know the Alyssa impressions. Oh. <laughs> you think you're clever, don't you? Is it... <laughs> Taylor, bring me the axe. Or is that Tina. Tina. <laughs> so her daughter's called Christina. Tina, bring me the axe. We need to watch it. That's the Oh, my God, Mummy Dearest is everything. Um, so Rue says bring back my girls and I I did think Davina was going to win you thought so, I th- you must have guessed by this point oh yeah by this win. point I knew Davina was going to win but you didn't agree but just it. but genuinely just on the runway before they even got the judge's critique I was like oh Cheryl's got this and when mm-hmm. they started critiquing her saying this, I was like what this is the page has been pulled the thing that I didn't mind about Davina winning this was because I thought it was close between her and the Vivian because neither wowed but last week I kind of thought Davina deserved the win that the Vivian got so if this week Davina pipped her then I'm like oh I see tip for tap I see they've all got three wins now but Davina has never lip synced so technically she has the best track record going in to the final although I feel like the Vivian her highs have been so high like that snatch game yeah um, that I feel like she still kind of feels like the front runner to me but um, we'll get to that later RuPaul says you did your family's proud but in this competition it's all relative she's been very nice about this yeah good line though and um, we get our bottom two which devastatingly for you includes Cheryl and of course finally includes Bagger and I to be honest think this should be her third time lip syncing and this is her first and we get, and this is where the rigor Morris takes on a whole new level. Yes. Fuck me. Sorry. They get given the Amy Winehouse song, Tears oh. Dry on Their Own, which like, Cheryl would probably beat Bagger at 98% of lip sync songs. Any dance song. This yeah. is one of the few songs that Bagger would win and does win. And, yeah. And I do think deservedly. But it just feels like at this point... Bagger has been given so many passes in this competition when she wore that fucking shitty scrubber outfit last week when she didn't know the words but had done that shitty sausage advert and now finally in the bottom and she gets given this it just feels like they've really given her a a fast track to the final and it annoys me because Bagger is talented and good and doesn't need to be Molly Collie to get there she deserves her wins when she wins and she deserves to lip sync when she's shit and Sorry, I've really got riled up about this. No, I think it's true. Because I, I was thinking I was saying last week that we thought Cheryl was going to be the bottom because that's the way it was going to... Right, was on the wall. But then it was also like, who, was good, who would beat her in a lip sync? Because she would slay it. And now we know they've... Well, we don't know. We <laughs> allegedly think they have engineered it to... Oh, we know. And we know they've done some previous series. Oh, definitely. With um, Jinx. Jinx and Detox. Yeah. Changing the song last minute. There were a lot of rumours that Jinx um, had already been performing that song as part of her standard live set before Drag Race. And Drag Race knew that from her audition tape. And that um, that's where they were inspired to use it. And they kept her in using that. So yeah, definitely that has happened in the past. Um, what did you think of the lip sync song, Ignoring the Rigor Morris? I love this song. I love Amy. Um, but... I would have rather had a different Amy song. What song would you like? So I, I'm very glad they didn't do Valerie because that's the one oh, Amy one I absolutely hate. 
Um, but I would have, I probably would have liked rehab. I thought that would be cool. And you could really sell up a shtick to it. But I, maybe they didn't want that because the way to go with that is usually making fun of Amy. Yeah. It? Um, Back to Black. I know it's a very depressing song, but I think it, it You could, could do be... a very dramatic and editorial. In, in the privacy of my own home, I've listened to that song. <laughs> trust, trust and believe. Um, so yeah, Michelle's lip syncing along to the song, which is cute. And we get Cheryl and Bagger interacting a lot during the lip sync which I like. We haven't seen a lot of that this season, have we? No. But I think the reason is because Cheryl, I feel like, just kind of knows she's going home at this point. Yeah, I she feel like knows Cheryl knows. It's been, it's been... She's out again. Rigor Morris. She knows that this is Bagger's uh, shtick. Yeah. And Cheryl's a dancer. You can't dance your way out of this one. But she still gives a good lip sync. Um, so, yeah, we knew that Bagger was going to stay. And she kind of deserves to stay. It's not her fault that they threw her this bone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does feel set up. But what I want to know is, is she getting like a last minute villain edit now? It's really surprising, isn't it? How like the, um, the Vivian was getting the villain edit and now it's like softened out. Well, yeah, I I feel like in this season, there hasn't been the same as the American show where they make one villain. I feel like they've shown each of the contestants to be quite, to show their high points and their low points. Yeah. Even Davina, who's definitely the favorite at this point in terms of who the fans like the most we've seen her not so positive moments they've not edited them out of the show and i feel it wasn't in episode two they kept showing cheryl being shady yeah yeah at some point even blue like at some point every contestant has seemed like they were heading down the villain route yeah maybe that's what uk drag race is all about they're all fucking villains we've all got the villain inside us and we live but it kind of reminds me with Bagger of what happened with alaska on all stars 2 which we mentioned earlier makeover challenge fucks it up gets a last minute villain edit but then Alaska went on to win yeah I don't think that's going to happen with Bagger I really strongly don't feel like with the way this episode has gone we're going to see her get crowned next week do you conspiracy theory mm-hmm. do you think they've all unless someone really cocks it up they're basically they don't really care what they do in the final when it's like a public opinion at this point and they just kind of look and see who would be the fan favourite yeah. And they'll just edit it. I remember they've already done the editing, but they could go back and quickly edit it. And Unless someone really cocks up. But they I don't know. decide on the day who wins. So they yeah. do. They haven't decided yet. It's open. But yeah, in recent seasons on the American show, they've definitely started taking how the viewers feel into more consideration. Because in the early days, three. they didn't give two shits. It was like Tyra did the best. She won, yeah. even though everyone wanted Raven to win. Um, and they've been like that. And then it kind of... Yeah, All Stars 3 was when that started to change. And then when they crowned Evie Oddly, who everyone wanted to win, but had done quite a bit worse than Brooklyn yeah. Nights, it seemed like, oh, this is the way Drag Race is going now. Yeah. And so if if going by that logic, we're going to see Davina get crowned on Thursday. I she think she's so much it. more popular than the rest of them. So much more popular. And she's done well. But the Vivian feels like a winner. I think it's between them two at this point. Yeah, I think... Them two. Then my there's no way they're... Like, unless somehow Bagger smashes it next week. I feel like there's no way they'll crown Bagger now. I agree. Um, so Cheryl... Oh, Cheryl's leaving. I know! It's come to the end of the road! Rue says, Cheryl, you leave a big hole to fill. She goes, very big. <laughs> <laughs> she is very funny, isn't she? She is. I, I didn't adore. think at the beginning of the season I was going to like Cheryl. And I really, really do. She says, I've got a drag race world record. I have the worst track record to get to the top four. I know. She's so self-effacing. I love her. Even that, I think she's got wrong, though, because I think Juju B got to the top three with the worst track record. <laughs> 
But um, she said, to be honest, the writing was on the wall from the get-go. The hole is never closing up, so you haven't seen the last of me yet. For some reason, any reference to hole I find funny. So I'm really going to miss that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really think with Cheryl, A Star is Born. Like, everyone's been comparing her to Alyssa all season, which feels lazy, but she kind of clearly is inspired by her and goes yeah. for that. And it's giving me that vibe, because Alyssa, if you remember in season five... She wasn't slaying Drag Race. She no. was lip syncing a lot. But the reason she became what she became is because people really just loved her personality. She was quoted a lot. And I feel like that's what Cheryl is. She's a star. She may not have she slayed the competition, star. but she's... I'm a fucking star. <laughs> uh, so now we have a top three. We we've do. We've talked about you think is going to win. But now, finally, you have to give your endorsement, Charlie. You have to. But wait, can we remember who we said um, I was going to be our top three of the episode one? I never did because I knew a little bit about oh. what was going to happen. So I think I did I can't ask remember. You. I think I definitely said Vivian and Vaga. I, I think Davina's been a bit of a surprise now how strong she is. Uh, I, I thought, agree, yeah. I think at the start, I thought she was going to be ty- tired, obvious. Tired, busted showgirl. Yeah, I thought she was going to be in a, dress a, and a red wig. wig. I don't think. <laughs> Bullshit, Vivian. Bullshit. <laughs> I Yeah, I think I've been... I think... Davina's been surprised now how, how versatile she is. Oh, TMI again. Yeah. Whether Vivian, I think from literally her entrance, you're like, you're top three. Yeah, definitely. She was already the Drag Race ambassador, so yeah. I knew it was coming. I, I am a bit torn about who I want to win. I've been feeling like I want Davina to win uh, for a few weeks now. Um, but I, I can't help, as an obsessive, always take this into consideration and think about all stars. So, like, sometimes I think, do I want the person I want to win? Because I'd rather see... I'd rather see them come on to an All-Star season. I think, I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been up at night, not been getting much sleep. I thought you looked tired. I, you <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go, th- I'm Team Vivian. I think I want the Vivian to win because I think she's done the best. And I think that I would like to see Davina on All-Stars. And I think she'll, if Davina doesn't win, it'll be like a Katia moment where it like only Oshangela makes her even more popular. I think she's going to win the season in terms of the fans. But maybe... I think that Vivian deserves that crown. She's worked fucking hard. She's slayed. I think... I just bet, out of the three of them... I take, Do you know what I take into account, Alon? Who do I want to see live? Who do I want to see perform? And out of all the girls... The Vivian. Obviously, it's Cheryl, because I think you want to see her dance the house down. But I think out of the three of them, I've seen Bagger a lot, and it's great. I think I'd want to see the Vivian. I want to see her do Cher. I want to see her do... I want to see her do Cher. I, re- I hope she does the Cher. Cher. I want to see Marcilla. Um, do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean, and I completely agree. This is like the most we've ever agreed. I know. See, so yeah, I feel like, although Davina's really talented and can sing, I don't know why she's not been singing on the show. Ah, ah, ah. Don't encourage me. I don't you know, know if I'll she's just it. been editing it out or what. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I think out of the three of them, it's like, you know what, I'd want to see the Vivian live. If she was playing at Two Brewers, I'd go see the Vivian, where I'm not sure I'd want to see Davina. I don't know. She's lovely, but as infamously said, this ain't RuPaul's best friend race. Thank you, LaShawn Beyond. Beyond. Well, let's just hope we don't get a fucking double crowning or <laughs> triple crowning. Um, I don't think we will. No. Um, but I can't wait to see next week what happens. It's the so final, people. And thank you guys all for sticking with us through this whole season. It feels like we've been doing this for years. But I we know. Love it and um, I can't wait for next week to... Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. To have our climax. Oh. And then do the show. Hey. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank we'll you, you everyone. Week. Bye.